Monday afternoon and that's when we talk about the state of our state and today we're discussing South Australia's wonderful cultural diversity. What would we be in this state if we didn't have our cultural diversity? Now the Governor's Multicultural Awards are all about recognising and acknowledging and celebrating the individuals and organisations that promote and embrace our multiculturalism. So we'll speak to some of last year's winners in a moment but first... Given his own background, who better to explain more about the awards is the Governor himself, the Honourable uh, Hugh Van Lee. Your Excellency, good to see you again. Good afternoon, Alan. Last week, or last week uh, you were here talking about the Aboriginal Youth, Aboriginal Youth Awards. Yes. This week, it's your Multicultural Awards. Yes. And you know, given your history, given your background, mm-hmm. um, these awards are very, very significant for you, aren't they? No, absolutely. Um, Alan, today, almost one in every two Australians are either born over overseas or having one, uh, at least one parent who's born overseas. Uh, our society becoming so culturally diverse. In fact, uh, if you compare with all the OECD countries in the world, we would be on the top mm. um, that having so many people with different cultural heritages calling Australia home. It's, it's a very dynamic, it's a very vibrant, multicultural society. And Relatively, we still live in harmony. We still live with um, with a very cohesive society, and we are maintaining a, a, a kind of society which is envious to people around the world. Mm. But it doesn't happen naturally, nor happen overnight. It is it's a many many decades in the making, and it also uh, because of many many elements, many many hardworking people people who dedicated themselves to ensure that the society is enriched by the cultural diversity, but also living harmoniously with each other. And that is why um, we need to have some way to acknowledge mm-hmm. that leadership, that, that dedication, that hard work, and many, many people in, in, the, in the society, including uh, from the government to the uh, industries, for, to, to the public sectors, to the private sectors, organisation, community leaders and many, many outstanding South Australians. And it's so frustrating, isn't it, that uh, so often we focus purely and simply on the on the problems and, and the, the upsets. Yeah. I mean, it is the minority, the very small minority, isn't Absolutely. it? Compa- given the figures you've just mentioned. Yes, yes. If yeah. you only concentrate on the negativity, mm. it's, it's, you can find something. Mm. But there are overwhelmingly many, many positive activities and works has been done by so many people in our society. Now, that is exactly the, the, the reason why the awards becoming quite important for all of us mm. to, in, in some way, aware of the lot of hard work has been happening and a lot of outstanding Australians and South Australians have been devoting most of their time, their passion to build this society, one of the luckiest um, society that we have uh, on the planet. During your term in office, have you noticed uh, awards like these actually um, gaining more traction and and giving more recognition? Yes. um, It started 11 years ago, and thanks to my predecessor, um, the Honourable Kevin Scares, and uh, he accepted it and turned it into the Governor's Multicultural Awards uh, back then. 
The award was initiated by the um, Multicultural Society, uh, Community Councils many years ago, and we just added in and, and rising the profile. And it has been running for 11 years now. And uh, obviously people can see the popularity and the... Uh, the attendance as well as nominations for the awards mm. increasing significantly. Mm. Uh, this year, for the first time, we have uh, nearly 900 people attending the awards and the nomination coming from many, many different uh, parts of our society and which is, to me, it is a, is a fantastic result. And I believe you had uh, in excess of 130 nominations. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, 24 finalists, uh, mm. 12 winners across mm. nine categories, of course. That's right. And the categories are quite uh, well represented, aren't they, that right they across are. the community? Yes, yeah. They're mm. representing everyone that, with every areas of... Uh, um, endeavour that they're trying to do uh, in order to promote the benefits of multiculturalism but also to make the society be aware of the of efforts that people put in here hmm. um, to build this, this multicultural um, fabric that we have. Well, listen, let's, let's meet some of our winners. We have some of them uh, in the studio with us. Uh, and firstly, it's a very good afternoon to... Now, I hope I get this right. Uh, Luis Renato Ariola. Garcia? Yes, that's right. Did I get it right? Yes, perfect. Well, big high five for me. Yes, big high five. <laughs> Good to see you, and thank, thank you, you so much for coming in. Now, you're representing the, the Kilburn Peace and Welcome Garden, which yes. is the winner of the Community Sector Award. Yes, it is. Down my neck of the woods, I live on that side of town. I'm very familiar with what you do there, but uh, for those who aren't uh, aware of it, explain what it's all about, uh, the, the Welcome Garden. Well, the Community Garden is just an excuse or a vehicle to get people to work together. We bring people from different walks of life and beliefs to work together in the garden. We don't care what are these background, back, uh, backgrounds or beliefs. Mm. We call ourselves by our first name and that's all what happened. What and that's it. it. Yes, that's mm. it. Mm. And we work together and we build a very good uh, relationship and that's in our point of, from our point of view strengthens the fabric of the society. And as much connections you have with other people in your community, you have a support net mm -hmm. that can bring you up for any catastrophe. How many people actually take part in the in the garden? And we're talking about, uh, it's at 43 La Hunt Street in Kilburn, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it is. Uh, well, the, the, core, the core group in the garden is about eight people. And we have like a number of 20, 20 to 30 people that work with us in the garden. Right, okay. Yeah. It varies. Some people come just once a month. Some people come a little bit more regular. Some people come two or three weeks and then you never see them again. Mm. But the, the idea of the garden is that we are happy to share whatever we produce in the garden. If someone comes from the community, come to, the garden is an open garden. We don't have any fences or any locks that uh, keep people away. If they need something to complete a meal, we are happy to, for them to take some leaves of spinach, some leaves of lettuces, some fruits or some parsley or coriander. And we, we will not notice that they were taken. Um, and that is the way we help. Additionally to that, every Saturday we harvest. And right. when we harvest the excess, we give it to the community center, mm -hmm. Kilburn Community Center. And there is a, a cafe, which is an experienced cafe which also helps community to develop experience in hospitality. Well, we give them the sex produce and they share it on Saturdays in a very cheap meal. 
it costs six dollars. Right. Yeah. And and you have a spread. In... Oh, you can imagine what the spread would be like. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. a lot of food, De- yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's it meant to you? you, you you're one of the leaders of the group, obviously. Um, yes. What's it been like for you personally? Has it made new connections for you and broken through some barriers that uh, were there previously? Yes. Well, uh, it has given me a lot of connections, uh, a lot of knowledge, because my background is Catholic. So I have met people. I have met people from other beliefs, and they told me about their beliefs and the story that are backing those beliefs. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because you, at the end of the money, and uh, at, at the end of the day, you learn that everybody is looking for love, is looking for harmony, and looking to build a strong society. And the other thing, the other big tick on this, is, of course, it's a sustainable garden, isn't it? Yes. Uh, you know, you, you, and you organic. use yeah, organic garden. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we we produce in the same garden. We produce the fertilizers. We 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 apply diversity of technologies in the garden. Mm-hmm. So we have wicking beds. We have compost. We have worm use. We have other fertilizers that are uh, developed from weeds. We brew the, the wheat and we use the brew as a fertilizer. Mm. And we don't want uh, any chemical to get into the garden because we are going to eat from there. Mm. So mm. we prefer not to do that. Uh, another thing that is good in the garden is that we also uh, use diversity to help the the produce yeah. uh, against the pests. We plant together in a permaculture philosophy. We plant together carrots and leek that go along very well. We plant uh, celery and lettuces. We plant marigold and lettuces. And we have a lot of plants that go along together. They help them others to prevent or to scare the pests. And that is the way everybody helps each other being different but working together. Absolutely. Governor, this is a classic example, isn't it? Uh, because it ticks so many boxes. Yes. We're talking about the practical side of That's learning right. the gardening mm-hmm. art there, mm-hmm. but it's also bringing people together yes. with a common interest or yes. forming a common interest. Yes. One of the things that the awards quite um, um, uh, well done is we're aiming at the grassroots people with the very uh, ordinary people but doing extraordinary things. And is is relating to day-to-day to everybody mm. and that is something uh, we may ignore it because it's not sensational enough but in fact that's the fabric that that we, we want to build as a foundation for harmonies and when you get everybody together and sharing their beliefs sharing their values sharing their stories sharing their struggles uh, stories in life that is where the understanding and yeah. empathy are de- mm. developed. Mm. And mm. that is, we're build, building that understanding right from the grassroots level. Absolutely. Also with us today, we're lucky to have uh, Venuri uh, Ganj. Is it, uh, is that Ganj? Um, it's Gangay. Gangay. Sorry yeah. about that. No, and uh, welcome. Thank Good you. to see you. Now, you're the uh, the winner of the Youth Award. Yes. Tell us about uh, your background. You're uh, a law student. Yeah. Uh, so, a law and international relations. I'm in my fourth year and I have one more year to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, where are you from? Were you uh, born in, in uh, Australia? No. I was born in Sri Lanka and I moved in 2013. Yeah, with my family. We all moved to Port Augusta. Mm. And what's uh, why did you enter the award? What appealed to you? Well, um, I just thought it was a really nice place for everybody who's been doing different things with their lives, um, contributing to the community in different ways to come together. I was actually really overwhelmed that day when we went to the awards. Um, I, me and my friend, we had to go. Um, 
to see the sheer volume of people that were there mm-hmm. um, and they were coming from all different walks of life. And it was really beautiful to see and be part of that. You almost feel very empowered um, and you want to keep um, doing this thing. Yeah. This was the award ceremony last uh, Tuesday, last wasn't Tuesday. it, after you'd been in and talking to us on, on, the, on the Monday. You, you've been fairly active in, in the time that you've been a student. Mm. Uh, you know, you're active public speaking and so forth. Mm. Do you think this award is actually going to help steer you in, a, in, a, in another direction as far as uh, you know, community engagement and what you might end up being in life? Well, I've always wanted to be um, a lawyer, but community engagement was essentially a big part of that as well. You, you want to become a lawyer because you could um, attack these issues, um, political issues from the grassroots itself. Mm. So community engagement is a really good way to um, be involved with the community so that when you do end up becoming a lawyer, you see um, all of these issues happening and you, you have sort of that credibility and also that understanding of where these people are coming from and how you can help them. And uh, it's not just uh, the the academic side that uh, you're keen on. I believe you're quite a, an accomplished dancer. Yeah, <laughs> ever since I was young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and wh- where's that going to head? Is that just a hobby, or or is that uh, something serious? Um, it's something serious for now. Yeah. Uh, well, eventually, when I move into my career, and I think it'll in- end up becoming a hobby, I suppose. But uh, up until now, I'm hoping to do some qualifications and maybe um, just like become a professional in that field as well because I believe you know if you have a lot of extracurricular activities going on you can really never be bored with life you mm, know so mm, mm. good philosophy it. love that philosophy yeah. indeed uh, we're talking <laughs> about uh, the, the, the governors of multicultural awards any questions or comments uh, feel free to give us a call 822-3000 we're going to take a quick break and uh, then we'll uh, meet another winner in the media category that's coming up next Port Adelaide Royalty Fred Brown with the leap oh is he oh, Warren Treadway joins the 5AA Sports Show Tuesdays from 5pm thanks to the amazing team of bathroom and kitchen creators at By Urban. If you had blood coming out of your eyes or ears, you'd get that checked out. So did you ignore the blood in the basin when you cleaned your teeth this morning? Bleeding gums can be a sign of gum disease, which can lead to tooth loss, even heart disease. Chlorofluor gel and mouthwash will help stop bleeding gums. Don't gamble with your health. Use Australian-made chlorofluor from pharmacies and your dentist. Always read the label. Use only as directed. If symptoms persist, see your dental health professional. We bought our house 30-odd years ago. You should have seen the wallpaper. The decor didn't last, but the memories we made here will. Now the kids are grown, the world's our oyster. We can stay or downsize or maybe a sea change. Whatever you decide, Apia has a range of quality home insurance to suit your lifestyle and budget. Over 50? Call Apia and switch your home insurance today. Apia is an authorised representative of AAI Limited, the product issuer. Consider the PDS before buying. Call 135050 for a copy. Hello, everyone. Great news from Travel Associates. We have an amazing offer on European river cruises. When you book selected 2020 river cruises, you can fly business class to Europe from just $1,995. Yes, business class to Europe from just $1,995. Book your dream European river cruise now and you could be flying business class. T's and C's apply. When it comes to a amazing deals on river cruises our experience counts call travel associates today on 13 70 71 you're over 60 you've worked all your life but you've still got a mortgage hanging around and it's really cramping your lifestyle it doesn't have to be that way talk to bob at reverse mortgage specialists release the living power in your home 
with a reverse mortgage. It's safe, responsible, and legislation means you can't lose your home, but you can get on with your retirement. Call Reverse Mortgage Specialist today on 8333-1455. Harvey Norman, your destination for the new Huawei P30 Pro smartphone. So advanced, it rewrites the rules of photography. Featuring a new Leica quad camera and a revolutionary sensor that turns night into day and an impressive five-time zoom that gets you closer. Pre-order yours now and get a bonus Sonos One wireless smart speaker via redemption. Terms and conditions apply. Hurry, offer must end the 15th of April. Harvey Norman, your destination for the new Huawei P30 smartphones. Hey, here's something you should know. If you have shaman shelving in your business, you're more likely to make South Australians happier. Shaman is born and bred here, in Windsor Gardens. It's made of Aussie steel, so it'll last. And it's creating jobs that'll last. You'll find shaman benches and shelves in the workshops of great SA businesses, like Puritap and Mawson Lakes Mazda. No matter what the fit out, if it's not shaman in your workshop, well, you've got to ask yourself, is it really a workshop? shamanshelving.com.au In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Ten minutes away from two o'clock and uh, we're having a really, really interesting conversation about the Governor's Multicultural Awards. We have His Excellency, uh, the Hon- Honourable uh, Hugh Van Lee with us. We've also got uh, some people who have won the awards uh, for this year and uh, they've all got fascinating stories. The next one uh, is actually on the phone. It's uh, Sawaiba Hanifi, who is uh, the winner of the Media Award uh, for this year. Hi there. Hey, good afternoon. Now, you're in the Riverland, I believe. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm working with the ABC in the Riverland at the moment. So you uh, you became an ABC cadet? Yes, yeah, so um, in 2017, I was given the ABC cadetship, so I worked for a year from Collinswood, mm-hmm. and um, after that, I've moved into the Riverland, and I've been here for just over a year now. Fantastic stuff, and uh, the, the stuff you're actually pumping out, uh, Bar has been fantastic. I'm watching it regularly. Um, how are you finding the Riverland? Um, it's good. It's different to, obviously, I've grown up living in the city in Adelaide. So, I mean, there were a lot of differences, good differences as well. Like, it only takes me two minutes to get to work. <laughs> so, when you're on a 6 a.m. shift, it means that you don't have to wake up that early. Um, but it, it's different. The, um, the stories are different. I had to learn about a lot of new things like farming, agriculture, and also get to know the different communities that are in the Riverland. Yeah. What's your background? Where are you from? So I was born in Australia, but my parents are from Afghanistan, um, so they moved here in the 90s as refugees. And so you were born and bred here. How, how much have you seen uh, Adelaide and the general community change over your lifetime? I think there has been um, some changes in the fact that when I was growing up um, and I went to the Islamic College, that I was surrounded by media and um, a lot of conversations about Islamophobia, especially post 9-11. And that's kind of what shaped my upbringing, my identity and my reasons for getting into the media. Mm. But now that I'm actually in the media and I'm out of school, um, I find the conversations have changed into how we can diversify our conversations, our workplace how we can um, ensure that the media doesn't play a, a role in um, vilifying communities and in, instead embraces them and helps them get their issues across to politicians and to the wider public. 
Yeah, good point. Uh, what's been the reaction up there to uh, the dreadful disaster in uh, Christchurch a couple of weeks ago? In the Riverland, it's been quite supportive. People have, um, like you've seen um, in Adelaide, they've gone and given flowers to people at the mosque and that kind of thing. Um, the, the Premier also came and visited um, people, the Turkish community who run the Renmark Mosque. Um, so we've seen people show their support. There's been like a minute of silence. The, the flag's flying half-mast. So there is um, community support to show um, the Muslim community here that, um, that, that they stand with them. Uh, does it make it uh, more challenging for you, just to, for your name, for example, um, to be in the media in a in a regional area? Is that challenging? Um, I think that sometimes, yes, I do find challenges, and it's not just being in a regional area; it's just being in the media, like um, because obviously your your work gets. Um, it gets put out to people across many areas and mm. the fact that I'm someone that is visibly Muslim because I wear a headscarf, I do often see like whether it's a Twitter post or a resharing of my, my story and someone will focus on the fact that I'm a Muslim woman um, and that either, you know, I've been given this job because I'm the token Muslim or because my story doesn't matter yeah. because, mm. you know, those kind of comments. And is that difficult to wear? Because, I mean, it's obviously not the case. I mean, you, you, you've you got that position. You've got a cadetship with the ABC on merit. Yeah, it is. I mean, I would argue that it is difficult to wear um, that you know, people, when I wanted to get a job, would say that I wouldn't get a job as a Muslim woman um, wearing a headscarf, and that's not what the media wanted. And thankfully, people at the ABC gave me the opportunity. But I would still argue that, you know, diversity in the media is still a challenge, and many people, including myself, can tell you about those challenges and how, um, yes, now we're seeing that people like Brooke Boney and other people of colour are getting onto, you know, um, the daily talk shows and that kind of thing. But, you know, for if you think about the history of, Australian television, radio and media. I mean, why has it taken us this long to get these people on these talk shows? Mm. And the challenges of wearing a headscarf um, beyond the media are just things, you know, that every day in your everyday life, someone will look at you differently and will look at you and communicate with you with this assumption about who you are and what you believe in. Now, you still do find that now, uh, you know, even though you've been up there for, what, 12 months or so? Yeah, of course, because, yeah. um, you know, every day you meet new people, every day you come across different people and, you know, some of these people may not understand your background, may not understand your faith, and they may just hear, hear what happens overseas and so on. Governor, this pretty well shows what your awards are all about, doesn't right. it? That you're actually getting that message out there yes, yes. across the whole spectrum. Yes. Well, I think um, it's important for the story to be told. Mm. Often uh, we... We um, feared of the unknown and um, some kind of sensational uh, story coming out, highlighting the negativity and threat and all of that kind of things. It's happening everywhere in the world. And then all of a sudden people fear uh, of, of those that they don't know. And this, this award is in one way to tell the story, mm. tell the story, the background, the reasons, and all of the uh, of thing belonging to the uh, a very um, cultural diverse uh, heritage that people have in our society, and this is a, a, some way to educate the the, the public hmm. of the real um, the story behind all of this um, the, of, of the diversity that we hmm. have. Uh, Louis Renato, you've yeah. been you, you came from uh, Mexico. Mexico. You've yes. been here eight years. How much have you seen Adelaide change and evolve in, in the time you've been here? Because that's well, a reasonably short time, isn't it? Yes, it's a, it's a reasonably sh short time. Yeah, I have been 
I, I have seen Adelaide evolve very as a very vibrant city nowadays. Mm. Uh, it was a bit quiet eight years ago, but now you have people sharing their culture and proud of sharing their their background everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, are you of the same opinion? Have you seen? Is it is it easier now for you to engage with 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 everyone you meet? Yeah, definitely. There's a bit more of understanding, and I think with the there's multiple um, events that go around uh, expressing each of their cultures, so people have more of a, a, a awareness as well. So they they like to learn, and they're engaged. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, thank you for coming in. Uh, lovely to meet you, and congratulations again on on the great award and uh, fantastic, uh, Governor. Um, uh, uh, entries open for next year yet? Yeah? Well, this year yet? Yeah? No, no, we'll, we'll be around, I think, August, September. OK, all right. Well, listen, enjoy the accolades that uh, you all thank deserve. You very much. Thank, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you, Excellent. Thank, thank you, thank you very much, and thank you, Governor, uh, yet again uh, for, for, for coming in. All right, stick with us. After the break, Dr Derek McNair will be here to sort out all of your pet problems. Nostalgia, tradition, values and commitment.